the story of Eric Kane. The man the authorities what? came to play for something that he never done. Oh, wait, the song isn't about an actual What's going on, you guys? That was a song called Hurricane by uh, the famous Bob Dylan. I actually knew that it was about that because I've seen the fucking movie Hurricane with Denzel Washington. I was just trying to be funny um, because obviously for the first time, I'm going to go out on a limb and say in history that uh, the Dodgers, <laughs> like, okay, let's just take it back really quick. Like, if uh, all jokes aside, um, all jokes aside, if you would have heard that the Dodgers were playing the Marlins and they had to reschedule one of the games and play a doubleheader because of a hurricane, if you would have read that headline, you would have been like, I mean, well, yeah, they're playing in Miami. Fucking nope. They're playing in L.A. So, um, anyway, you guys, obviously. Give it to me. Give it to me, Randy Newman. Yep, they're blowing. That's right. Uh, We are in a hurricane. Why? Actually, Hillary has been downgraded to a tropical storm. But they're saying it's going to be muddy and crazy Prepare, don't go anywhere. <laughs> From the side <laughs> That's right. From, From the, the west side. side. Almost makes me kind of glad I'm leaving. Everybody we got fucking hurricanes. We got earthquakes happening. The what the fuck? Sun ain't shining all the like time. Randy Newman, you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. I love it. Actually, you do, because I do love that. <laughs> What's going on, you guys? Welcome to My Blue Thoughts. That's right. These are my blue thoughts. They're not yours. I'm your host, Peter Sirs, Dodger fan, comedian, podcaster, and uh, yeah, I'm a fitness guy, but you guys don't need to hear about that stuff. What's going on? Um, what a fucking, I mean, just what a bizarre set of circumstances we find ourselves in seriously there's never been no there has been but it's just been like i think the last time i heard it on the news last time a tropical storm happened touchdown was like in the 30s the last time a hurricane touched down in california was like the 1800s so these are biblical times these are biblical times, which could be great. It also could be not so great, depending on how you look at it. I mean, I always say, you know, YOLO. I mean, I don't say that because who the fuck says that? But, you know, I live that way. And uh, I'll, I'll get a little philosophical for a second before we get into all the baseball stuff. But, you know, I, I've, I've, I'm someone who has endured quite a bit of adversity in my life and I always like to share that with people because I feel like if I can inspire one person to just keep going and keep fucking fighting I've done my job if I could entertain a few people along the way even great that's all I you know that's all I that's all I want to do I want to entertain people I want to inspire people and you know one of the things 
that I live my life by is just no regrets. Not YOLO, which I would never say that, but definitely no regrets. And I'm somebody that, you know, I've pursued my dreams my entire life, basically. And at some point, you know, people probably give up and settle for a life with 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 a wife and kids and whatever and a job and all that's great i've never wanted that um so as they say the struggle is real i'm an artist you know but i uh <laughs> one of the things that uh i've always like i said no regrets you know my, my dad is somebody like i said i'm just gonna get philosophical for a second um I just know that if I died tomorrow or today, because the storm's coming <laughs> as I record this, I won't have any regrets, dude. Like, the, 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 actually, I will have one regret. I'm not going to lie. I do have one regret in life. I can, I can redeem myself at some point, maybe, hopefully, but I do have one regret. And my one regret is that I didn't, I didn't introduce myself to J.C. Chazé as a fan um, when I used to see him at the gym all the time. Now, I would say hello to him. He would say hello to me. We would make small talk. But because I don't, the gym is my sacred place, I don't fucking, I don't bug people at the gym. So I never wanted to tell him that I was a huge fan. And if you know, who, if you don't know who JC Chazé is, he's one of the members of NSYNC that I used to see at the gym all the time uh, a few years ago. And I just never told him how I felt. And that is my one regret. But if I died tomorrow, I wouldn't have a regret. And, you know, so with the storm, like, obviously, I mean, I don't know that we're not going to die. They're saying there could be crazy floods and stuff. And you never know. But, um, yeah, I got to, I, I did some cool shit. I have traveled all over the country doing stand-up. I've gone to Canada multiple times doing stand-up. I've been to, what's my count? 22 major league ballparks. Um, I've seen the Dodgers do a million great things in my time going to Dodger games. I was doing this show during COVID for a while and I kind of stopped, but I was thinking about great moments in Dodger history that I've witnessed in person. And I'm just going to rattle a few off really quick, like, because, you know, like I said, it's, it's the rapture's coming. There's raining, crazy rain all over. It's supposed to get worse. It's supposed to, you know, whatever. You guys know what's going on. But also, there was an earthquake today as I record this. Um, so it's like, what the fuck is going on, dude? Uh, but also... Yeah, so let me just list off some of the things that I got to witness. Obviously, number one, without a doubt, me getting to witness the Dodgers win the World Series. Like, just one of the best days of my life, without a doubt, and a memory that I'll cherish forever. And I've talked about it a million times. It still makes me cry when I think about it and when I rewatch the video and everything. Um, but a lot of shit had to happen for things to line up the way they did for me to be able to be there. Number one, a fucking pandemic. <laughs> Number one. Number two, me having to go to Oklahoma because of said pandemic. Number three, um, them moving the playoffs in the World Series to Texas because of the pandemic. 
Number four, you know, me not having to worry about paying rent or anything for a while because we left Oklahoma and we're staying with my ex's dad at the time um, and able to work my ass off that summer on the farm. And I fucking worked my ass off on that farm and being able to save money, you know, for once because I don't often get that luxury with bills and everything. Um, And then, you know, my best friend having fucking season tickets to the Rangers and being able to get dibs on the tickets when they went on sale and just it all it all lined up, dude. So a lot of shit had to happen. It was fate. Call it fate. Call it destiny. It was what it was. But that's obviously number one. But I'm thinking about like just all the things that I got to witness, you know, May 23rd. My birthday, my 23rd birthday, my golden birthday, May 23rd, 2002, me getting to go to Milwaukee for my birthday, which was one of the best trips I've ever been on. Shout out to Kristen Taylor. I think her last name is Goulet now. She's married, um, has a baby now. Um, two babies, actually, I think. Let me go back on that. Um, but that was my girlfriend at the time, and she took me to Chicago, and then we went to Milwaukee, which is you know a couple hours from there. Um, I got to go to a Cubs game, got to see Mark Pryor, ironically. Mark Pryor, Dodger pitching coach who has worked wonders with everybody that we've brought in over for the most part. Um, and got to see Sammy Sosa back, you know, when he was hitting 50 home runs, 60 home runs a year. Uh, and just got to see a game at Wrigley for the first time, which was fucking incredible. Um, but like Mark Pryor's major league debut, he was supposed to be the next big thing. And he kind of was for a second. So injuries got him. And then on that same trip, we got to go and I got to watch the Dodgers not only tie the the team record for home runs in a game, but I got to see Sean Green hit four home runs in one game and also set the major league record for total bases in a game with 19 that I still think is I think I still think it holds up today, and I'm not going to look it up. So you guys will have to press pause and look it up while I'm doing this. Um, I got to witness the Dodgers win their first playoff series um, in what was it at the time? You know, twenty, almost twenty years, right? Eighty-eight, ninety-eight, two thousand and eight. So yeah, eighteen years when they swept the Cubs. Back in 2008, um, I got to be there. That was huge because before then, they won the World Series in 88. And then after that, they had a long drought bet- between uh, 88 and 95 was the next time they made it to the playoffs. And they got swept out of the playoffs in 95, got swept out of the playoffs in 96, and then didn't sniff the playoffs again until 2004. Um now, they actually won a game in 2004, and I was lucky enough to be at that game against the St. Louis Cardinals in the division series. Jose Lima pitches a complete game shutout. RIP Jose Lima. Um, got to see that. I got to see... What else did I get to see in person, Dodger-wise? That was pretty fucking sweet. Got to see them play in Fenway for the first time back in 2004 as well. Uh, Sunday night baseball fucking never forget that and the kind of adventure my brother and I got to go on that day and we ended up having to spend a night at Boston Logan Airport just the whole thing which I'll probably tell the story uh, next weekend because the Dodgers are going to be in Fenway 
so that'll bring some memories but um i'm trying to think of what else i mean getting to go to my first world series game obviously back in 2017 which was a whole other adventure altogether you know i almost didn't make it and oh fuck dude that was an adventure because we tried to go to game two and then my, my my girl at the time we kept looking at tickets and we kept trying to pull the trigger and she you know she she obviously had a budget in mind of what she wanted to spend because she was going to buy her ticket and it was just a whole thing and then we ended up not getting in and then luckily the the series ended up going six and then seven games but there was a possibility that we weren't going to get to go to the world series because she fucking dropped the ball on that one and I'm blaming her because I was just going to pull the trigger and buy tickets and she was like no let's let's keep waiting and we kept checking StubHub and whatever um I got oh fucking I got to be at the 4 plus 1 game I'll never forget that best baseball game I've ever been to the the four four home runs in a row in the bottom of the ninth against the Padres and then no more coming with a walk off like I've witnessed some really incredible Dodger moments in person and like I said, if I died, I can I can fucking hang my hat on the fact that I got to be there. I got to be there for Max Muncy's walk-off home run in 2018. Like, I mean, just, I mean, come on, dude. Like, <laughs> just so many things that I've got to witness. And that's just what I got to witness in person, you know. And as I look back at this Dodger team so far, you know, and how well they've played over the last, you know, since the All-Star break, basically having the best record in MLB. Since then, you know, shortly after I fucking took a shit on them because they were playing like shit, and I'm entitled to say that, you know, but, you know, they just, you know, they finally, finally get the winning streak snapped at 11 games you know, this week against the Marlins with a, a fucking clunker on Friday. And, you know, and, and, and then we find out that Tony Gonsolin is going to have some sort of surgery, you know, on his forearm. And who knows what that entails. They're being very hush-hush hush, hush about it. We don't know if it's, I mean, it's obviously not Tommy John surgery, but, you know, something tells me it could be some kind of ligament like like Dustin May is having done, they said that, you know, whatever it was, by continuing to pitch, he wasn't going to mess it up more, but it kind of shows you, you know, exactly how how vital of a, of a role Tony Gonsolin has, and obviously how much respect every single person in that clubhouse has, and it kind of makes sense, you know, like, if you look at his stats, and and I, I I had it, and I fucking deleted it, and I can't find it, but, um, you know, if you look at his stats pre when he went on the on the IL last year, you know, his career stats are like his ERA is like two six or something like that, and then post that coming back from that surgery la or from that injury last year, and then all through this year, his ERA is like over five. And then, obviously, with how he pitched on Friday, just went up. And then we find out he's been pitching hurt the whole time. And that just goes to show you, you know, he's got my utmost respect, especially, you know, depending on what we end up finding out about the injury. But the guy was trying to pitch and trying to help his team. And there's not a lot of guys that do that nowadays. You know, guys fucking, 
come out of games and go on the IL because they have a broken finger or they miss starts because they have a fucking blister and this motherfucker is having surgery on some part of his forearm so he's been pitching injured for a fucking year dude and Dave Roberts basically said he's probably going to miss the rest of the year and you know I hope it's nothing serious you know hopefully he's back next year it sounds like that's the case but whatever it was he was pitching through it and you know he's even though he hasn't been the Gonsolin that we've known, you know, since he came up, you know, he pitched long enough and well enough to put the Dodgers in position where they are almost 30 games over 500 at this point. They're sitting at 76 and 47 right now with the second best record, not only in the NL, but basically tied for the second best record in MLB with the uh the Orioles and uh just what I know about the Dodgers and this team so far I think they're going to definitely surpass the Orioles whether or not they pass the Braves up will be determined but there is a big series coming up with them not this week but next week and I'm a little bit bummed I'm going to be out of town daddy's got to go back to work so we're going to miss that but I'm sure all of Dodger Nation's eyes will be on that, you know, series as well as, you know, all of Braves Nation. And if I'm not mistaken, the nation will be watching that because, uh, oh, no, not a not a Sunday night game, which is unfortunate. But um, I'll be on the road, so hopefully I'll get to see some of those games, the big four game series. But, um, you know, the Dodgers have just continued continued up and down the lineup to fucking just come through um they uh they've been doing some great things offensively defensively you know julio rias seems to be back had another great outing against the marlins seven innings pitch she's pitched seven innings now two two starts in a row and he only allowed one run, five Ks, but the the big stat, no walks, which tells me he's kind of back. He's feeling himself. He's uh, he's attacking the strike zone, and, and he's pitching to soft contact. You know, he's got a, a 2.03 ERA over his last, five, his last five starts. So I think uh, Julio, whatever, he's figured something out. You know, I was just watching. He was throwing change-ups he was dropping down and throwing sidearm like that's when you know a guy is is really feeling it you're like all right i'm gonna fuck around and i'm gonna drop down this time i'm gonna give you a different arm angle and you don't do that if you're not confident in your command and all of your pitches and a confident julio is a fucking is a stud pitcher and the kind of pitcher that we've grown accustomed to over the last few years and heading into the postseason, which is basically what they're doing now, you know, um, I like our chances. You know, you got you got Julio up there. I've already talked about it. You've got Kershaw, who's fucking just doing what he does again. You got Bobby Miller, who's also kind of going on a run right now. He's sitting at seven and two. You know, he had a couple bad starts, you know, a while ago, but his last three starts have been really solid. Um, You've got Pepio back, you know, so he can probably slot into that rotation and take Tony Gonsolin's place. 
and you know he just came in and said okay I'm gonna give you guys a uh, five innings pitch with one run like that's what we heard he was capable of and that's what he did and the Marlins are a good team you know the Marlins are right there in the thick of things you know right behind the Braves not right behind the Braves but you know behind them enough you know they're not wait what am I talking about when did the Marlins drop down so far I gotta sworn the Marlins were up there my bad guys I'm sorry Oh yeah, because they're only one game out of the wild card. That's why. Okay, so they're they're very much in it, but they're below 500 now. I didn't realize. No, they're not below 500. No, they're three games over 500. What are you doing, Peter? I'm reading the wrong fucking. Okay. Um, we have a guest. You want to say hi? Okay. Never mind. So you know the Dodgers, they 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 come in. Or they, they don't come in. They come home. You know, they sweep the Brewers, who are also right there. You know, potential playoff matchup with Milwaukee. Potential. You know, nothing's nothing's set in stone yet. Obviously, a lot of things can change. But, you know, potential playoff matchup. And, obviously, we've played the Brewers a few times in the playoffs. So, you know, nothing new there. So, a nice little confidence boost. Although, we all know postseason versus regular season doesn't mean shit when you're comparing them but the Dodgers match up and they're beating the teams that they're supposed to beat but they're also beating teams that maybe you know might might pose a threat they have you know an upcoming week right here where they go to Cleveland which uh, I'm a little bummed and I can't go to Cleveland man I I, uh, I had a really good time when I was in Cleveland last season, beautiful ballpark, um, a really fun energy. I think I talked about it before, but a really fun energy in that ballpark. The fans are are very passionate about their team, and uh, there's a lot of history in Cleveland. You know, a lot of baseball history in Cleveland, and you kind of don't think about it, but they have a lot of you know hall of famers that have passed through cleveland either that came up with cleveland or that just you know made a stop through cleveland it's a great baseball city though you know there's certain there's certain stadiums that you go to and you kind of get a feel of you know what the fans are like you know for example um just trying to think of a stadium where you're like, yeah, these guys don't give it. The, the when I went to the Royals, and maybe it's because they've sucked for so long. I mean, they they had a little run, you know. Obviously, they won the World Series in 2016, and they were in it in 2015. But before that, you know, they hadn't been in the World Series since '86 or no '85 against the Cardinals. Um, and before that, I mean, who knows? You know, um. There's certain there's certain cities where you go to the like I mean if you go to the, if you go to Denver it's like eh, everyone's just there to have a fucking craft brew and go to the bar afterwards or before and you know they do have some good food at at what is it Coors Field they do have some good food there they've got a what is it uh I want to say it's Sweet Baby Ray's barbecue 
I think, or is it Famous Dave's or Sweet Baby? I think it's Famous Dave's. I think they have a Famous Dave's inside Coors Field. Um, but, you know, like Coors Field right there, downtown Denver, beautiful view, you know, but the fans are just, you know, they're the Rockies. You know, how many times have they made the playoffs? Three, four? How many times have they been relevant? Same time, you know? I mean, yeah, I guess they made it to the World Series against the Red Sox back in what, what was it? 2011 or something somewhere around there I don't know I'm not looking at it but it's not a lot of history there um you know it's fun it's a beautiful ballpark but it's just but the energy in Cleveland was was really fun and they weren't even that good last year they were okay you know but just remember I remember having a lot of fun and everybody was really nice and just had a good energy like I said beautiful ballpark um, so I'm kind of bummed that I'm going to miss out on that and I'm going to miss out on the Dodgers being in Fenway this weekend. You know, luckily now with the new schedule and all the, you know, all, all the MLB, ple- all of the MLB teams will be playing each other. So that means that, you know, we're going to alternate. So the Red Sox will come to LA next year and then the year after back in 2025 Dodgers will go back to Fenway so you know your fans can kind of look at those trips and be like okay this is what I'm gonna you know I think uh the Yankees must did the yeah the Yankees came to LA this year which means that next year the Dodgers will be in New York what better time for me to fucking go to New York than when the Dodgers are playing the Yankees there the schedule should be coming out pretty soon for next year. So if you're like me and you like to plan little road trips based on where the Dodgers are, fucking right on, dude, right? Um, if you're a comedian and you can get jobs in cities where your favorite team is playing, even better. <laughs> That's fun, dude. I, I was Who was I listening to? I was listening to a podcast and, oh, Bill Burr does this. He likes... T- to go to like football games and basketball games so he too will you know book himself somewhere where there's like i I heard he was going to like alabama to go watch the the crimson tide i don't even know who they were playing but because he just wanted to see what it was like and it's like okay so there are some comedians that are into sports because a lot of i can't really talk baseball to any of my comic friends it's kind of annoying but you know everyone's a fucking nerd Everyone, they only care about comedy and fucking random shit that I don't give a fuck about. Um, So there's not a lot I can talk to about baseball. But, you know, hopefully I'll continue to meet some more. But, um, you know, if if you're a fan and you happen to be going to Cleveland or Boston, I can recommend some great restaurants. I could recommend, actually, 100%. I think it's called Mabel's Barbecue. It's right around the block from... uh, I don't know what it's called now. I think it was called... It used to be called Jacob's Field. Now it's like American fucking loan or I don't know. Some fucking... Something insurance, progressive... I don't fucking know, dude. Some... It's named after for some company, but it's definitely... You know, I remember it being the Jake. So, but whatever. Mabel's Barbecue is right around the corner and it's really fucking good. And I stumbled upon it on accident i was just walking around kind of taking in the city and then as you know i often do places i've done this in seattle too where i'm just walking around and then all of a sudden i smell something and i'm like wait a minute 
this looks like a barbecue place. And then lo and behold, here comes a fucking bomb-ass barbecue place. So um, as far as Boston goes, I've only been there very shortly, but you got to go with the clam chowder that they have in the ballpark. It's fucking delicious. And that's coming from someone that doesn't even eat seafood. I hate seafood. I don't eat it. But I like clam chowder, which is really weird. But what I did want to kind of go over really quick, like, is uh, a cool stat that came to mind. So I, as we know, have been critical about the front office at times. It's my job as a journalist, as a podcaster. It's my job. But I'm just going to give you some, some numbers really quick, like, and I'm sure there's more numbers. But so last year in 533 at bats, J.D. Martinez had 16 home runs. This year, in 345 at-bats, which is almost 200 less, J.D. has 25 home runs. And he's not really been healthy the last couple weeks. Jason Hayward, last year, uh, .555 OPS in 137 at-bats. This year, .808 OPS. Take it a step further, David Peralta, last year, 652 OPS this year 727 OPS would you like me to continue okay I've already talked about it uh, Ahmed Rosario three home runs and 385 at bats in Cleveland three home runs and 51 at bats here in LA would you like me to continue okay Lance Lynn 647 ERA when he was with Chicago and he has now given us, what, four starts in L.A., a 2.0 ERA. Um, Ryan Brazier, who, I, let's be honest, none of us fucking knew who he was. He was in Boston. He was sitting at a 7.29 ERA. And since he's been in L.A., he's got a 1.16 ERA. Joe Kelly, fucking El Mariachi, 4.97 in Chicago. Hasn't allowed a run since he's been back here. He's on the I.L. now. But, you know, still. And lastly, Ryan Yarbrough, 4.24 when he was in Kansas City. Since he's been back to L.A., 1.74. And these are not a small sample size. You know, Lance Lynn, like I said, is in four starts. Ryan Yarbrough has pitched in five games for the Dodgers. And the rest of the guys, I mean, Kike's been here a couple weeks, 60 at-bats. Not a huge sample size, but he's obviously much more comfortable. And the Dodgers are obviously... On top of everything, I talked about it before, I'll talk about it again. They spend more time on the analytics and more money on the analytics and breaking down the swings and the mechanics and all those things. And the players buy into it, and that's why they're all successful. And that's why, you know, in a year where they didn't make any big moves, didn't sign any huge free agents or go out and make a big splash on the trade market, They have the second best record in the major leagues Um, and, you know, it's one of the deeper teams that we've had minus the star power. Like you still got your fucking MVP candidates like Mookie Betts who's fucking hitting 295 with 34 home runs now like out of the leadoff spot. Like, are you fucking serious, dude? I I, tell you, I raved about him last week, and then he goes and fucking drops a couple more home runs this weekend. Um, Bruce Dargratterall, you know, has, you know, 
for all for all that I wish that he would fucking strike people out, he's sitting with an ERA of one five six, dude. Like, who cares? If he doesn't strike everybody out. He's pitching to soft contact, and when he needs that strikeout, he'll reach back and get it. And I mean, we have two legit closer candidates between Evan Phillips and Bruce Dargraderall. Pick your poison, depending on what we want to go with today. You know, um, <laughs> this is this is a real complete team, you guys. And it, like I said, there's not as many superstars on this team, but there are there is a clubhouse full of guys. That are I mean, look at fucking Austin Barnes, dude. Austin Barnes, you know, for all, actually, oh, I forgot about my favorite segment of the podcast. I'll, I'll get into it right now. Um, Austin Barnes, you know, for all of the fucking players, for all of the players that get shit on on the Dodger fucking fan pages and all the stupid fucking post that I read. We're about to read. Let's see. Alright. Um. Okay. Here's a, here's a fun one. This is from a top contributor on this Dodger page. I've been seeing some of our die-hard couch coaches blaming Roberts for Gonsolin's injury by leaving him in too long. No doubt these coach wannabes need a serious reality check. If Gonsolin really is injured, he hit it and started the game that way. He has no one but himself to blame for his performance. Roberts haters blaming him is ludicrous. For the record, for all of the noise you make... <laughs> it's not good English. Roberts is not going to be fired. Live with it or move on. So this person on their high horse doesn't know that that Gonsolin has been pitching fucking hurt the whole time. Hey, LA Dodgers, with an extra day off, what did you do today? Uh, I don't know. Um... Police investigating. Oh, this is just an, argue, an, uh, an article that somebody shared. Two Dodger stars have homes burglarized. Interesting. Um, interesting. Um, you know what's really weird? When I go to this page, it doesn't show me a lot of this stuff. But I'll get notifications on my phone when, yeah, there's not really a lot of fucking, let's find one more, come on. I see my posts have much more positives than negatives, thank you, okay. Does anyone have YouTube TV? How do I get Dodger games? <laughs> I don't mean to pop our bubble. We are doing great. I have never seen a manager leave a pitcher in the game when they are beating the hell out of him. Tony Gonsolin. I believe this causes injury. So now it's a lot of doctors on here. I'm sorry, guys. I just don't like Roberts anymore. I've tried my best to give him a shot, but this is way too much. 
Alston or Tommy may have overused his pitchers, but neither manager left his pitcher in just to get beat up. Well, this guy doesn't know what he's talking about either. I would like to see Roberts replaced after the season. He is just a yes man anyway. So if you're just a yes man, then why would they replace him? That's <laughs> so fucking stupid. Anyway, um, you know, Austin Barnes comes up all the time. Why is he on the roster? Blah, blah, blah on this fucking site. And then he just fucking sucks it up. You know, goes out there, does his research, does his homework, helps the pitchers prepare for the game, even the ones he's not starting. That's his job, is to work on the scouting reports and put together the game plan, help, you know, Will Smith and the pitchers put together a game plan. He lays down a fucking squeeze. Now, the Dodgers' offense was getting shut out. Uh, like, not only shut out, but shut down by the, the, I forget the kid's name on the Marlins, Perez. Um, he's like a 20-year-old. And they get a runner on base. And then Austin fucking squeezes in a run, dude. Like, how often do you see a squeeze? And then the Dodgers ended up fucking winning, dude. Like, they fucking, they, they, they got to, what's his name? Um, David Robertson. And it wasn't a home run. It wasn't a big fly. They just fucking went out and played a little small ball, which they've been doing. And like I said, it's, it's, a, it's a complete team. They, yes, they have your MVP candidates in Mookie and Freddie, you know, and one of the best catchers in Will Smith. Um, but aside from that, like, obviously Muncy's up there hitting fucking jacks. Average is shit, but his OPS is still really good. And his OBP is pretty good still. But other than that, you just have a bunch of guys contributing. You have solid veterans, you know, who are contributing in the best ways they can. You have, you know, rookies that are hungry that fucking just absorb all the information that's given to them and what you have. And you have a scouting department that fucking knows exactly what they're doing. And what you have is the perfect combination of a team working together towards a common goal and guys giving themselves up. And you have an 11 and a half game lead in the division at this point with over a month to play. Um, I fucking love it, dude. I fucking love it. It's a pleasant surprise. You knew they were going to be pretty solid, but they're basically, you know, right where they are every single year. So, um, with that being said, like I already said, I already previewed the week. We've, we've got a road trip with the, with, did I say Indians, dude? Or did I just say Cleveland? I don't even remember. But they got the Guardians <laughs> on the road. And then they have Boston, and uh, that's gonna be fun. Like I said, if there's any if there's any fans going to Fenway, if you're going to the game, you have to, have to, have to do the tour. Do the tour. It's like fifty bucks, dude, but it's so worth it. You get to go inside the monster on top of the monster like you get to go into the press box like it's just fucking dope dude so if you're in boston fucking go i promise you you won't regret it dodgers are looking good and uh it's fucking pouring rain so uh thanks guys for listening if anyone happens to be um no one's gonna be in fucking new mexico this week right i'll be in albuquerque on wednesday i'll be in mezcalero on thursday and the next weekend september First and second, I'll be at two. I'll be in Tucson, 
at Laughs Comedy Club and Sunday I'll be at Mike Drop Comedy Club in San Diego. This has been my blue thoughts. Stay safe out there, you guys. Don't drown. Uh. The rain hits my window. I take it. Me some endo. Me and Timberland. Ooh, we sang a jangle. 